What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fans Nest. Episode 4. It's December 27th, 2023. It's still 2023. Hey, last show of the year. <laughs> last show of the year officially. Um, If you're watching, you see this little ticker on the bottom of my screen right now. I got to get rid of that. I kind of, I was testing some stuff out and I, but as you see, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet and you're listening or you're watching, go to the channel at the Fans Nest and subscribe, like, share, whatever you got to do. I appreciate it. Thank you. Now let me get rid of this stupid little banner that I got. Oh, and you could also listen to all the uh, pod or all the shows anywhere you you could listen to podcasts. Like um, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify. Those are some that I could think of off the top of my head right now. YouTube Podcasts. I mean, that's on there too. Right, let's get rid of this banner. There you go. Now you can see the little the Fans Nest logo on the bottom uh, left of the screen. Cool. All right. So, as I said, welcome to the show. Uh, and if you if you hear anything trickling in the background, it's raining outside. I swear I'm not doing the show in the shower right now. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah, let's talk beer and eagles in the shower. Even though I, I do catch myself talking <laughs> talking to myself about a game or something in the shower. Don't we all? I'm not a singer in the shower. Maybe when I was a kid I was. Um. Yeah, so it is raining outside. It's pouring out there too. I think I saw a flash flood, flash flood, or a flash flood, a watch or warning or something. I don't know. Anyway, let's get into the show a little bit. Uh. Oh. Happy birthday to my boy Chris out in Jersey today. Uh, he is thirty nine. He is almost at the big 4-0. <laughs> I'll be there in just three months. Um, the reason I'm bringing him up is because uh, he was kind of like a big inspiration to my sports background here. Um, you know, growing up, uh, my family was, you know, I was very young, let's say early 90s, trying, trying to get me into with some other teams. I'm talking about football. And and it's like I, I, I was barely, I barely budged. But my boy Chris, he, he, he pulled through. Uh, it was all, all Philadelphia, as far as I knew. Uh, There's a little bit of Cincinnati in them too. But um, mostly the Eagles, you know, caught my eye. Uh, Randall Cunningham, you know, those days, Reggie White. <laughs> I started liking the Eagles before they went midnight green. Um, and I don't remember much, but I just remember how awesome uh, the entertainment was. You know, Randall had a story all the time. Uh, I, he was a great quarterback for, for the city. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it all started there. I mean, of how I started liking the Eagles and I giving you a shout out, Chris, he was like a 
I, I considered him like my best friend growing up. We were always hanging out like every day. I was going out, going to, to his house. That was like two two houses over, just knocking on his door, bothering him. Like, yo, let's go outside. We did like everything. Um, all right, and uh, let's see what was going on this past week. Friday. Friday, I was on Fox 29's show, The Fantastic Sports Show. That was fun. Um, a lot of times I couldn't help myself but to talk it, uh, talk about it, uh, bring it up to people. <laughs> I would pretty much like a little nudge, be like, hey, by the way, I was on TV. <laughs> I mean, I had to. I, I had to do that. I just felt like, yeah, you know, it, it felt like a, a part of my life that was, that became, uh, I can't really say successful, but I felt something was accomplished, especially because I've watched Fox 29 for a long time. I've watched Good Day Philadelphia since 2015. Um, this show started, I believe, before the Phillies got into the playoffs this season, or maybe it was during the postseason. I don't remember when. Um, but you know, that, that was fun. The first person I, I met was the security guard at the door. <laughs> um, but you know, um, it was the second person, of course, was the producer. And then, and then, uh, uh, there was Breland. Uh, it's like, wow, I've seen you on TV. Here you are like right in front of me. Um, then Jason came in a little later and, you know, we, we spoke a little bit and, and then eventually it was showtime and, and there we were, it was a lot of fun, you know, uh, hanging out with them, uh, before the show was, uh, was fun, you know, talking a lot, uh, a lot of sports, a little bit of WWE stuff. Cause you know, you know, I like my wrestling, um, spoke a little bit about that and, you know, just doing the show itself was like, yeah, it, I was, I was told it, it goes quick, which is true. It's like, there I am. I'm, I'm on TV. And it's probably like, it, the show was a half hour. Um, my part in, in it was probably like 20 ish minutes. Um, you know, they, they open and they close. Um, it did go by fast. It, it went by very fast. I'm like, man, there's so much more that I, that I want to say, but, but I know, you know, there's time constraints when it comes to live TV. So obviously there's always something more that I want to say because I, I try to have this podcast go for one hour. How many times was I successful with that? <laughs> it's just difficult. Um, but uh, uh, I'm not saying I can't do it. I'm just saying like I like to I like to talk. I, I, I don't have a a limit to this. So. You know, I, I can go, I could, I could do this podcast for two hours if I want three hours, but I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to bore anybody, but overall, you know, the Fox 29, uh, fantastic sports show, uh, was, was amazing. You know, I would love to do it again. Um, you know, shout out to Breland Moore and, and Jason Martinez, uh, for having me on, um, you know, the producers, uh, it, it was it was it was awesome. It was awesome, awesome experience, and, and to be in the to be in the room where they do uh, uh, 
some podcast and where they do uh the good day after show that's where the room is the good day after show uh room and it's i'm just like i can't believe i'm in here um and then right outside of that is the the fox studios and uh the newsroom where if you ever watch uh the the, the after show you know the whole big room of cubicles uh that's what i stepped into and then i stepped down uh leaving i kind of fell down a step or something it was yeah um so that was fun um i i do want to you know <laughs> i do want to shout out my girlfriend laura because i i admit i did not feel like driving in the city and i asked her like hey um you want to come <laughs> she's like all right uh yes i will drive i'm like thank you um so you know uh, a big shout out to her for for uh for helping me out with that part uh i, I i'm not as i do drive in the cities but i'm not a fan of it and i, I didn't want to go to this thing alone i i really didn't you know i, I wanted i wanted to i wanted to go with somebody or i, I wanted someone to go with me um, I would have brought Donovan, but it was like 1130, 11 o'clock at night. And I, I didn't want him being up way too late. <laughs> it was insane uh, how late that was. Um, so that was that was a great that was a great time. Like, yeah, I couldn't believe it. And, you know, um, falling down the, the little step on the way back to the elevators was a nice little laugh, too. Uh, anyway, I uh, also wanted to know you know, how everybody's Christmas was, you know, and if, if you're listening or whatever, uh, you know, drop a, drop a comment, uh, say how your Christmas was and, um, whether you're listening live or if you're listening, uh, uh, after it's live, you know, just let me know how your Christmas was, you know, what you do. Uh, as for me, um, you know, my, got my boy here. Uh, I don't know what time it was. Donovan was here. Uh, he had a great time. He he opened up everything. Everything uh, was all over the living room. My living room has been destroyed uh, since then. And uh, he helped uh, clean it up a little bit today. <laughs> um, I also uh, made a little, not a little, made a, a honey, honey, I think it was a honey hickory uh, spiral ham. Um, I made it in a little bag. I did the little bag thing and for Thanksgiving too with the turkey. I guess it was a steaming bag. I don't know. But it tasted really good. The ham was really good. Um, uh, let me see. What, uh, what else? Uh, you know, Christmas was just chill, relax. Of course, got to watch some football. Um, I guess a part of me keeps forgetting that those two events happened the same day football eagles and giants as well as christmas all right so before i get into any football talk it's time for some beer talk what do i have for today well so today i actually stayed with the same company i did last week i was very impressed by uh, by uh, Duclaw Brewing's uh, Sour Me Oh Yeah. Um, that was really I'm like I like I said last week and in the preview of last week's show. 
I'm not a fan of uh, of sour uh, sour ale. I'm not a fan of sour beer. Um, it's funny because when I got today's beer, I was staring right at the one that I hate the most is the uh, the sour uh, warhead uh, sour warhead beer. Ugh, God, that is disgusting. I don't know how that one's still in business, but I guess you know people have. People have their preferences, and that is definitely not my preference. No. So, so I stayed with uh, Duke Law Brewing. Um, they're like I said last week. If you didn't listen, um, if you were not listening to me last week, like you should have been listening to me. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. All right. Uh, no, seriously. If, if you didn't hear the show last week. Um, you know, I tried their uh, the sour me. Oh yeah, uh, it was a fruit punch, um, sour ale, and uh, it tasted really good. Like it kind of has a little citrus flavor. This this uh, nice sweet kick to it when you know, when you first drink it. Um, it was delicious, and I had to I had to be careful with exactly how much I was drinking. <laughs> It's like, all right, let's slow down a little bit on that. I mean, I wasn't drinking too much, but you know, I was I wanted to drink it to enjoy it. I was I didn't want to drink it to like get drunk. So I drank a, a bunch of uh during the game I drank a bunch of Bud Lights and then I drank that beer to to, to enjoy it. All right, anyway. So um so they also have uh, a beer called uh, Unicorn Farts. I saw that one too and uh, I'm not kidding. I I'm I want to try that one too. Uh, they also have one called Dad Bod that I've seen that one too. Um, I actually have uh, interest in a lot of their stuff right now, and honestly, it's the names. You know, how many times have you seen a a beer? If you're a beer drinker, um, how many times have you seen a name, and it just attracts you? You know, it, it's like, oh, I got to try that. So that brings up to uh, that brings up uh, what I have today, which is what I, I spoke about this one last week. Today, I have sweet baby Jesus. I've heard about it. I've seen it more than I've heard about it. And. And it was time. It was just time for me to try it. I'm like, all right, you know what? This is that name. Like, this is one of those names that just a, it, it just attracts your eyes. All you see is if you if you see the can, I have to start posting these pictures of these cans on on the the the, the Twitter and Facebook. But oh, that's what that's the first thing you see is you just see sweet baby Jesus in all white, big white letters. On uh, on a black label, and under it, um, <laughs> this is what's interesting: chocolate peanut butter porter. That's what it is. Some of you are probably like, "That sounds disgusting." It might be disgusting. I don't know. So. Uh, so this is a, it's a 12 ounce for some reason. I, I guess it, it looks short 
because I'm so used to seeing something like this in a bigger can. <laughs> so uh, it's a normal size 12 ounce. Uh, it's a 6.2 alcohol volume. Uh, it says it's a porter with natural flavors. I really don't need to read that part. So, a classic porter with heavenly aromas and flavors of roasted malt, chocolate, and rich peanut butter with a smooth, dry finish. One sip and you will dot, dot, dot. Exclaim the name. Hmm. So, it sounds like that they're actually claiming that you're going to taste it and be like screaming sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> Come on. All right. I, I, I can't knock them. I can't knock them. So let's give it a pour into my, my frozen mug here, which is not frozen no more. Open it up. And give it a pour. Yep. It has that dark, that dark beer uh, look to it. It kind of looks like a flat Pepsi. <laughs> All right. So as you see, it's definitely dark. Definitely dark like you'd think. So let's give it a shot. Actually. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. There's something else I wanted to go over. Let's see what it tastes like. Let's see what it smells like first. That's what I do. I could definitely smell the, the malt. And a hint of the chocolate. And a little bit of peanut butter. I just saw a little peanut butter, but mostly malt and some chocolate. And the taste. It's kind of funky. It's definitely... It is definitely smooth. It's not it's not thick. I cannot taste any peanut butter. I don't know if it's me, but I I taste the malt, I taste the chocolate. Like I said, that's what I smell, but for some reason I can't taste the peanut butter. Maybe it's a, a, a light flavored type of peanut butter. I mean, well, and again it says rich peanut butter. Classic porter with the heavenly aromas, flavors, mm. flavors of roasted malt, chocolate. I don't know if it's me, but uh, I can't. I can't really taste peanut butter. I mostly taste malt and chocolate. That's not where I want to put it. I want to put the can up there. I'm trying to change my layup. Oh, I have everything here. Put the can right there. There you go. So, 
it tastes it tastes pretty good though. Is this something I would go to all the time? Uh, let me uh, let me see. <laughs> I'm gonna say no because I'm going for my third or fourth sip right here to see if I could get convinced, or maybe I'm just thirsty. I don't know. I mean, it's decent. I can't say it doesn't taste. It doesn't taste bad. Um, I would drink it again, but it's not. It's not going to be a go-to of mine. It's not. It's not something that's disgusting to me. I like it, but it's. It's. Uh, I'm going to start rating beers here. No, I'm not going to do that. That's that's my take on it, though. Is that I can't really, I can't really taste the peanut butter. Maybe it's in the other cans. Um, but it's definitely light. It doesn't really have a a bad aftertaste if you like the malt flavor. So that's what the aftertaste is kind of like. Excuse me, I'm like over here burping. But uh, it's definitely easy to drink, though. So when it comes to like actually drinking it, it's definitely easy to drink. So the smoothness is definitely is definitely on on point with that one. But uh, yeah, I like it. I would go back back to it as like a, a as a go to, like oh, I need some more of that sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> but uh, but you know. It's not too bad. Now, uh, another thing I want to get into. Oh, coworker of mine um, brought me some good stuff that I was so excited, excited to try. So shout out to a uh, shout out to Sue at the office. I, I, I know she gifts. She gifts uh, moonshine to us yearly because that's what it is. The good old moonshine. Oh, gotta love it. So this one uh, is homemade. Um, it's peach flavored. Yeah, peach. And if it's anything like what, what she had last year, this one is not going to last because <laughs> la- last year I had, to, I had to stop drinking it. I had to stop drinking the moonshine and be like, no, nah, stop. I got to stop because it tasted that good. So, so I'm just going to drink right out of the, right out of the jar. Oh, love it. It's got cinnamon sticks in there and some peaches in there. Oh man. <laughs> I've been slacking the last few years. I used to make coquito. Every uh, every Christmas season, give it to people. I've been slacking. All right, that's off. I don't know if I should shake it. Nah, I'm not going to shake it. I shouldn't have to shake it. It's moonshine. All the flavors are mixed in there. Maybe I do have to shake it. I don't know. Are you supposed to shake moonshine? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not a rookie moonshine drinker. All right. Cheers.
Oh my god. Let me, I gotta put this down. <laughs> that is delicious. I would I would rather drink this over over the sweet baby Jesus. Like this, I could say sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> Not this other one. Oh man. Like it the the flavor of the peach is is powerful in this. Yeah, I gotta put this away. I can't. I can't. Let's let's not get drunk on the show. But wow, that is delicious. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose track of uh, what I was gonna do here, man. Wow, like the like the after the aftertaste of it. It's very peachy. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you, Sue. Thank you. Uh, that was a, a really good a little addition to this show. Um, I don't even want to drink this other stuff. I just don't want to get the flavor out of my mouth. I don't. I want it to sit there. I want it to sit there. I want it to last. And I, I just want to enjoy it and just savor this. Oh, man. All right. Um, all right. On to, on to the next thing. FFCL, the Fantasy Football Championship League. Usually I talk about this towards the end of the show, but I want to get it out of the way. So if you don't know, it's my special fantasy league that I've had for about three years now. My ultimate goal is to make it uh, a very important Fantasy football. Oh, excuse me. Wow. Here they go. Here we go. Um, yeah, my goal is to make it a very uh, important and special uh, fantasy football league. Money is not a thing in this league. Uh, my main goal is to make this league a a world championship type of league. Like, I want it to be... Uh, like up there, like I want the best of the best. That's what I wanted. This, um, I'm I have I have belts. I have a banner. You know, I I, I plug it out there all the time. It's not it's not like a typical. Let's let's have a fantasy football league. Yeah, it, it, it's. I I'm not trying to have just a fantasy football league. That's just this tiny little thing where it's just a a, a hobby. Uh, you know that people do. No, I'm legit trying to have a big league where the champion, you know, the champion does get things. I mean, for now, you know, money's not involved. You know, they'll end up on the on the Gorman Campbell uh, Legacy Championship belt that I have back here, which has 10 plates for 10 champions. That's 10 years if you can't count. And then they get their own championship belt. That's considered the world champion. My 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 goal is to find the best of the best, and they become the legit fantasy football world champion. Some people may think that sounds ridiculous, but I don't care what people think. You know, I've been doing this for over ten years, and it's been fun. Um, and there's things that I'm, I I want to I want to do out of this. 
I have plans. I have plans for FFCL. That's why it's named FFCL. That's why it has a name. It's not just a fantasy football league. Otherwise, I would have not had this belt created. Does this look like a, a cheap belt? Like a cheaply made belt? Like, let's just throw something together and boom. By like trophy smack or whatever they're called. I've, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. This belt was made um, months ago. Handcrafted. Uh, which all the belts were. This one behind me. Yeah, bound to. So, anyway, that was a small little rant I had. Let's talk about week 16 semifinals. Semifinals. <sighs> All right. So, we have we had four uh four teams still in it. The PA Raiders by Roy, Larry Niners, Larry, Mark's uh, Leathernecks. And then the Shady Birds, which was me. First game. Let's talk about it. The PA Raiders and the Larry Niners. <laughs> you know, at first, uh, you know, the, because week 16 was really, really all over the place. I want to say because there was games, uh, it was a Thursday night, then there was uh, Sunday, the Christmas Eve games, then there was a bunch of uh, Christmas games. So, you know, there was, there was, you know, some, some decisions was final as of Sunday, but then there was a bunch of things that still needed to happen on Monday. Um, yeah. So, Larry Niners beat Roy's PA Raiders 148 to 110 to move on to the FFCL championship. 148. Man, Larry Niners brings down PA Raiders secure spot in championship. I'm not going to read everything that's that's here about that. But you know, the two quarterback. Let me see. Josh Allen had thirty-two points. Dak Prescott at twenty-four. Uh, and I'm reading from left to right here. PA Raiders is left. Larry Niners is right. Running back position: Derrick Henry with twenty-two. Austin Eckler with eight. Running back: Joe Mixon seven. Najee Harris with thirteen. Wide receiver: Cooper Cup with four. C.D. Lamb with nineteen. Pretty decent game for C.D. Lamb. At, I hate that guy. Um, <laughs> wide receiver Jordan Addison only had point twenty points on Minnesota uh, going against uh, George Pickens with 43 points. Wow. I didn't catch that Pittsburgh game. Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game. Uh, tight end Dalton Kincaid with... Not even a point uh, versus uh, Sam Laporta with only a point. Got running back uh, in the running back in the wide receiver running back position. Jonathan Taylor with ten points versus James Conner uh, with seventeen. 
kicker position, uh, PA Raiders, uh, Chase had Chase McLaugh. I can't even say his name right now. Chase McLaughlin. I swear that's not the moonshine and the beard talking right now. Uh, their, their kicker, Chase. <laughs> Chase McLaughlin, uh, 15 points. Dustin Hopkins with two. And then with the defenses here, actually both defenses didn't do that bad. Um, Roy had uh, the Cleveland Browns with 17 points. And the uh, Detroit Lions had 18 points. Pretty close right there. Um, some things were close. So this game right here, it, it seemed very, very, very close as of, I believe it was Sunday. These two were super close. Um, but like I said, a lot of things had to happen. And a lot of things did happen where Larry beat Roy 148 to 110 to move on to the FFCL championship. Congratulations, Larry. And, uh, you know, let's see what happens. Uh, let's see if, uh, if you win this title. We're going to move on to the second game in the uh, semifinals, which was uh, the reigning defending FFCL 2022 champion, Mark, with the Leathernecks versus uh, me with the Shady Birds. I've been in a championship game, or maybe it was uh, the semifinals. I don't remember. And I've yet to win. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this league has been around for three years, but I've been doing I've been running a league leagues for over ten, and I've yet to win. Um, yeah, so let's go to that game real quick. So I had Jalen Hurts, he had Joe Flacco, uh, Jalen had twenty five, Flacco had thirty six. That was already a what? Yeah, Flacco. Okay. Um. I would never give up Raheem Mozart as a running back. Never. As soon as I picked him up, I he, he was a win. Uh, 11 points. Uh, Devin Singletary was six. Uh, I, uh, Gus Edwards versus James Cook. Uh, Gus Edwards with 13. James Cook, seven. Curtis Samuel, two. Mike Evans with 20. Mike Evans, man. Chris, Chris Godwin with seven. Justin Jefferson with 20. George Kittle with uh, 12, Jason Hill with uh, not a point. And this position right here is is one is the one that hurt me right here. For the most part, I blame him and Curtis Samuel. Zach Charbonnet. I, I he had good games, he has bad games. This one was probably the worst that he's had. Negative point forty. <laughs> yeah, he gave me negative point forty. Like really? And that was versus uh Mark um uh Amonra St. Brown, I think that's how you say his name, with sixteen points. Yeah, at least Justin Tucker gave me sixteen. Um Will Lutz, his kicker gave him one. And then uh I had the forty ers I had 49ers as my as my defense, which was most of the year, uh, with 13 points. And uh, he, has, he had the Jets for 19. Congratulations. Because Mark and his 11X beats me, the Shady Birds, moves on to the championship versus Larry, 
Larry's uh Larry Niners. So we have the Larry Niners versus the Letternecks. Larry versus Mark in the championship. Mark is in his second championship round of his career. Actually, it's the second championship round in a row. I've I have never seen a consecutive uh, uh someone going to a championship back to back years. Never has happened in my fantasy leagues in the last uh, 10 plus years. Never. Pretty crazy. All right. So that means this belt is not coming to me. This belt is officially either Larry's belt or it's Mark's belt. And I have a feeling I know who's going to win this belt. This belt is no longer mine. <laughs> so who's going to take it from me? One of you two. So whoever wins, I wish you both luck in the FFCL championship round. And uh, as soon as I know who the champion is, we will have to plan and schedule a time to a time and maybe a place to, to meet up so I could give this to you because I'm really not trying to mail it out. No offense to my job, but you know, last time I mailed out a belt, it was like 50 something bucks. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, so yeah, congratulations there. All right. So, um, if, if you're interested in the league, whether it's, uh, what's going on now or what's going on in the off season or in the future, just go to the Facebook group, um, Look for a fantasy football championship league and just uh, find the group. It's a private group. I wanted to make it a, 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 a public group. But what I was thinking at the time was not the right type of. Well, it was not the right thoughts. <laughs> so, yeah, go over there and, and, and join and, you know, just look out for uh, ways to uh, join next year. Anyway, moving on. Okay, so we are going to get into the Giants game. Eagles versus Giants. The Giants, uh, yeah, on Christmas. Eagles going into the game wearing the all-black jerseys, all-black tights, midnight green helmet versus Tommy DeVito. Yeah. Tommy DeVito. Which he only lasted one half. He lasted the first half, and then Tyrod Taylor came in in the second half. Uh, I mean, I, I, I guess they didn't have any faith in Tommy DeVito. <laughs> After all this talk. You know, all, all, the, all, this, all this talk about about uh Tommy DeVito and, and the entire story they take him they take him out um in the second half at halftime I believe because I, I really don't remember him coming back at a uh, after halftime um yeah anyway all right so my I project I'm not even gonna go into this real quick um uh, a couple of things I wanted to mention about this. There isn't too much I, I really want to highlight with this game um, specifically. Um, you know, there's the the one of the things that did 
caught it caught my attention right away i i really didn't know too much about britain covey but man that punt return set up the 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 eagles for their first touchdown that was beautiful that was beautiful and and you know shout out to the special teams because even though there was like one mess up um special teams has not had any issues this season i like that you know they, they they really haven't been in the spotlight. They they haven't been and what I and sadly what I mean by that is they have not been in uh in the negative media where people are talking about them because it seems like the 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 most talks is about the negative stuff right now. I mean I'm guilty, but you know you know shout out to the special teams because. They've 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 barely had a, a they've barely had a, a rough one. They they've been they've been decent with their returns and you know Britton uh, Covey right there. <laughs> that that play was phenomenal. I I believe he was down near the fifteen yard line, the Giants fifteen yard line, and like I said, that set up that set up the first uh, the first touchdown. You know, which was which was great. Um, you know, overall the uh, the uh, the run game was uh, was much better. Even though we didn't get a a touchdown with uh, Boston Scott, a lot of people were. I, I think I heard that there was going to be that there was a bet that Boston Scott was going to get a, a a couple touchdowns or something. I didn't see it coming because how how many touchdowns does he have this season? I don't think he has any. Um, I could be wrong. I don't see the stat in front of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he had Boston Scott had one carry for three yards. <laughs> and, and people were expecting more, more out of him. You know, the giant killer, I, it, it's not there. Um, what I do like is that, um, the run game, the run game was definitely there. Um, Swift had twenty carries for ninety-two yards and a touchdown. Um, Kenny Gainwell had six for uh, forty-one yards, no touchdowns. And Jalen, you know, he had eight. He carried it eight times uh, for a total of thirty-four yards. One of them was a touchdown. And honestly, Jalen looks pretty good out there with running. Um, what he does need to do is really practice that slide because he looks very very awkward when he slides he, he just he's going to hurt himself <laughs> um we don't want that yeah we, we we really don't want that so he needs to to definitely clean up his his run game and his slide um before the wrong thing happens it's just it's just so awkward um he did seem honestly maybe it's because he's still trying to protect himself in my opinion no one said this but me um he has seemed like he's been a little uh um careful with his runs like he seems stiff i'm not knocking him or anything because i understand you know he's had knee issues um 
and yeah, he is trying to be protective of himself. But again, you know, practice on the slide a little bit. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I'm not trying to knock him, knock him down for this. I'm not. I promise. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about the about that part. Um, the passing does look better. It's not perfect, but uh, it, you know, it is better. Um, it looks like the the ball was actually thrown all over the place. You know, we got AJ Brown with uh, six receptions, Devontae Smith with four, Goddard with seven, Gainwell with three, Calcaterra with his first two, I think. Um, Covey was used once. Julio Jones, I remember Julio Jones had that one that one uh, was reception for five yards. And I'm like, oh, he still plays for us. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but then, uh, yeah, and I'm hearing all, all these other background things about what's going on. I'm not even, I don't, you know what? No, I'm not even going to talk about what I'm hearing. Yeah, forget it. Y'all know what y'all heard. Um, I do want to point out the turnover with the pass to Dallas Goddard. It happened. The thing is, it happened so quick. You can't blame, uh, you, you can't blame, uh, Hertz for it. You know, Hertz, uh, passed this ball to Dallas Goddard. And it looked like at first it, it looked like the ball was overthrown and it was intercepted. It was intercepted for a pick six by a Dory Jackson. But uh, in reality, when we look at it, it was all Dallas Goddard. You know, it, it, yes, it was his footing. It was his fault. He's, he actually slipped, which is what caused that pick six to happen. It's not an excuse. Um, you know, it's not an excuse like, oh, uh, it, it's because he slipped. I'm not trying to use an excuse. I'm just trying to, like, just, you know, point out, like, oh, man, Goddard. Goddard messed up. He 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 slipped on the field, and and you know that happened, and uh, there was that turnovers definitely need to get get worked on a little bit. And so it, when it does come to like fumbles, snaps, like that one that Calcaterra saved for us, uh, well, I can't really say he saved for us. Jalen Kelsey snapped the ball, I believe, too high for Jalen. Jalen was able to recover it very quickly, get past defenders, and make a a stunning pass to Calcaterra. And I believe that was the, his Calcaterra's first uh, the first uh, uh, reception, which was very. We all loved the play. We loved it. Um, but like things like that, fumbles. Anything that has to do with a turnover, Eagles really still need to work on it. And, and I'm saying, like, Eagles, I know it was against the Giants. The Giants, uh, they're now 5-10, and 10, at the time 5-9, and nine, and they were horrible. They came into this game horrible. And we, yes, we looked great against a horrible team in the majority of the game. Penalties need to get worked on. Um, that is definitely a thing. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of penalties with with Jason Kelsey more than what we normally see, and I believe we saw another one with Lane Johnson. 
I believe Lane Johnson had another one, but I don't know. Uh, the commentators, I forgot who was calling the game, uh, was saying that they don't, they didn't see a penalty there. It was just a bad call. Okay, I'll just go with the commentators on that one. <laughs> Seriously. Um, uh, so, and regarding the defense, there's some stuff I did want to talk about uh, with the defense. You know, uh, we still have you know Matt Patricia uh, calling the plays on the sideline. Sean Desai is still you know officially uh in the booth and uh i'm not liking what what i'm hearing from people where people are talking bad about matt patricia so again let me go back to my notes from last week last week uh what was it i I believe uh the the defense held uh, where is that note at yeah i don't know i don't know where that note was i put the note there somewhere but oh it's right there staring right in front of me the defense held against the seahawks zero points going into the end of the second quarter at a minute 43 is when the Seahawks were finally able to get a point, get some points on the board, and it was only a field goal. And, yes, the def- uh, our offense only had 10 points. So let's not go back there. Um, again, at halftime against the Giants, still our defense held the Giants to only three points at half, just like Seattle. So... A lot of people that's talking shit on Matt Patricia right now, shut your mouths. Like, compare this defense now to the defense that that uh, that was ran before by uh, Sean Desai. How many points was 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 a uh, was the defense um, preventing then? At halftime, like let's let's start let's let's do those numbers. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I'm just saying I see what I see. We're leading the game in the first half now. It's all it's flipped. It's flipped where we're not trying to win in the second. This is what we want, right? So why is people why are people complaining right now about? About the defense, am I? All right. So, am I concerned about this defense? I still am, but at the same time, I'm feeling a little bit better. I feel a little bit more positive. Um, but then the problems do. The problems. There, there. The reason I am not hundred percent there is because the problems are still. They're still there, and I'm talking about like the second half now. Right after. Halftime, the Giants were able to get points on the board. And I'm talking about a full touchdown. So, you know, it brings up to 20 to 10 uh, right after the half. And then the pick six happens. Uh, actually, I can't even talk about the pick six because that was a whole, that was an offensive thing. Um, Jalen to to Dow, uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, the pick six, you know, that, that was, that was a whole different situation. That was not even our defense right there. 
and this was a this brought the game to a the score twenty to eighteen, and uh, in eighteen because uh, they got a two point conversion. So yeah, they they got the score, you know, pretty close. Um, so fun fact, I'm just going to start closing out this uh, this part of the show talking about the Giants. Um, yeah, the struggle was there. Um, looked very dominant like we should in the beginning of this game. That is how we should, we should look like that in with every game that we, where we play a, a, a bad team. It, it's just been close. It's been close all season to no matter who the opponent is. It's always close. And I, and even what was it? I think the bills where we looked dominant at the end, but in our reality, it was a close game the entire time, all the way up until the fourth quarter. So, so at the end of the game, it's funny because I had two different projections of this of this game. Um, on Fox twenty nine, uh, the Fantastic Sports Show on the show, uh, I, I said the score was going to be, I believe I said twenty one to seventeen. Jason didn't like what I said. Breland was like, oh, "What? Why so close?" I'm like, well, it's just how it's been. It's just been close all season, no matter what. I'm sorry, but you know that's <laughs> that's what it is. Um, but before I had that projection, um, here on Fans Nest last Wednesday, I projected, and you could go back to this to to that episode. You could go back and 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 watch that episode uh, or listen to it, and. And you could see my um, my projection last week was uh, thirty one to twenty four. That was my projection. I didn't know which way to go with it, but I projected that because I'm like, you know what? I am feeling the Eagles are going to um, score at least thirty something points, close to thirty points around there. Um, 24 actually was um, high for me with a Giants score. Um, I, I really didn't think they would actually get that high, but um, that's why I when I went on Fox, I'm like, I'm like I just don't see, I just don't see scoring scoring happen. If anyone scores more, it's going to be the Eagles, and it's probably just going to be like three touchdowns. Um. So I just threw out twenty one seventeen, but yeah, last week I projected on the fans nest thirty one twenty four, and the final score of this game was thirty three to twenty five. Can't make this up. Yeah. So pat on my back. I should have bet on this game. <laughs> All right. Um, I haven't had a drink of this beer the whole time. Not that bad. Um. So now, moving on to the Cardinals game. Again, I'm not. Um. I'm not 
going to man, there's so much I, I want to talk to but we're like 55 minutes into the show almost 56 what do i want to talk to here first of all i am going to the game yes i'm very excited because i haven't gone to a to an eagles game since the the vet yes yell at me go ahead whatever <laughs> i just haven't had the opportunity i haven't had a chance um you know, again, shout shout out to Laura. She she got some tickets for us, and you know we're gonna we're gonna go out. Um, gonna have a good time. Eagles better win. The funny thing is, last time I went to an Eagles game, it was nineteen ninety seven against the uh, the Cardinals. I don't remember if we won or lost that game though. But what I do know is that no matter what the outcome was, we were out of the playoffs that year. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm uh, John Gannon's back, you know, Cardinals head coach. I guess the only concern I have of this game is that he knows he knows our team. He just obviously doesn't know the coaching because he's not fam- he's not familiar with um with our offense or defense coordinators. Now he's of course he's familiar with Sirianni's playbook, though. He's familiar with uh, the players. He knows the players. He knows their strengths and weaknesses. So we'll see how that goes. But again, John Gannon is not a good head coach. <laughs> As we know, he's not a good head coach. So we'll see how that how that unfolds. Um, you know, the good news is uh, we're possibly getting back Avante Maddox after just about, I believe he hasn't played a game this season. Um. So that's going to be super exciting to have him back. Um, I would, I would love to to see what he can what he can do. Um, uh, a part of me is like, I, I like I know I know last last week he practiced, but he was not ready yet. Um, this week he's practicing, and uh, the the goal is to for him to be ready. Um, is he going to be a hundred percent ready? I don't know. But I, I hope he is. Our defense needs to be explosive. Um, they need to carry. They need to not just hold hold points um, in the first half, but take it into the second half too. You know, keep a. I have faith that the Eagles can score more than twenty one points in a in a game, and this defense can hold a. Can prevent, I believe, could prevent 21 points. They have it in them for these next two games, you know, Cardinals this week and then Giants again in the next. Let's, you know, I, I just want to see them dominate. Um, and that, you know, that'd be great. Um, we still don't have, I don't believe we still don't have uh, Darius Slay. Uh, Slay, you know, had his uh, his knee surgery a couple weeks ago. You know, that does take some time to recover. So, um, you know, some some healing time, some training time. He's got to have to practice. Uh, he was not part. Obviously, he was uh, he was DNP this uh, this week so far, which means did not participate in practice. If you don't know, so yeah, I'm not I'm not looking to to see him play this game. He's not going to play this game. Um, I don't see him playing the Giants game either. But if he does play, 
possibly uh, wild card, maybe. <sighs> Speaking of playoffs, let's get into the playoffs real quick before we end the show. Let me see. I don't, I don't, I'm just looking at this playoff picture of what we're looking at here. It'd be, it'd be great if we went to to Vegas. Um. So there's the five playoff spots right now. At the one seed is Baltimore. Number two seeds. Uh, number two is the Dolphins. Let's see. I completely read that wrong. By the way. I completely did. Go ahead. You could you could yell at me. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, so on the um, AFC, AFC is Ravens and Dolphins. And NFC. That is crazy. AFC is like still out there. Every, like Chiefs are still in the hunt. That is insane. Man. Chiefs have just, they just start just crumbling this at the end of the season. Like, I can't believe it. So, yeah, the only two teams in the, in the AFC uh, spot right now is in the playoffs that clinched is the Ravens and Dolphins. Um, and then in the NFC, we have uh, at number one, the 49ers. Uh, number two is, uh, is our bird, bird gang, uh, Eagles. Uh, three, third spots, Lions. And then we, and then we have, Dallas, uh, the Dallas Cowgirls are, uh, are the next team. So we still got to, uh, let me see. <laughs> oh, let me get a drink. In the hunt, the Bucks, Rams, and Seahawks. And the crazy thing is all their records is eight and seven. Like, this is a wacky season. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. they're still in the hunt. I mean, all the teams that clinched at least has a, has a 10 or 10 or more wins this season. <laughs> and then we have the on the bubble. God, on the bubble. Commanders and Giants are out, so I completely see us beating the Giants in the last game. And I mean, the Cardinals are out too. If we lose against the Cardinals, that uh, with their record being three and twelve, I'm just going to like just lose all hope in everything. Um. All right. So anyway, so that's where we're looking at right now in the playoffs. Last thing I want to talk about is how people are talking about our coaches, our players. Um, I, I, I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this with at all, but it just bothers me, especially after I was listening to the radio today on um, WIP, 94 WIP. I listen to them like just about every day. And what bothers me about, about half the things I hear on that station. Let me take another drink. I, I mentioned a little bit about this earlier. People were just still like talking about Matt Patricia, talking talking about him being a, a 
no, what they call ear pencil ear or something like that with the pencil in his ear. Like really again, how many points has he, has he prevented in these first halves? Like, okay, I get it. The second half is a struggle, but obviously there's more development now than there ever was all season with his defense, especially with Slay being out Maddox being out. That's been a struggle without them two around, especially Maddox. There's development. I see it. I see it between these guys. and uh, Or I see it with Matt Patricia. Um, there's that. And then there's people just talk, just poking and poking and poking at things. I'm pretty sure media is what's causing a stir in this locker room that they are claiming. <laughs> Excuse me. Or you're burping again. I'm hearing that there's these, uh, there's this locker room turmoil. Just stay out of their business, man. That's why I, what, I was going to say something earlier um, about... <sighs> See, I don't even want to talk about it. It's because media outlets... Especially 94WIP. I'm not knocking 94WIP. I love listening to that station. I love listening to their shows. But some of the things, sometimes I think like, well, you know, some of your, some of these players, you know, they, they go on their social, they go on social media. They listen to radio. They listen to all the, all these things and see all these things. They shouldn't. Um, they should try to avoid social media and news outlets and radio in general and just focus on the game. But, you know, unfortunately, they may hear these things that's in, in possibly, I don't know, some of the things that's being said on radio might be uh, bringing up things that don't exist. <laughs> you know, someone says they, they have nothing to say. They don't want to talk. Don't start putting things out there like, oh, maybe it was this. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's it. like, no, no, just don't talk about it. He has nothing to say, then 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 you have nothing to say. All right? That's that's what I think. Just don't say anything. And I yeah, I almost I almost slipped, but I'm not I don't want to like make a whole big deal about it. I don't want to make it a subject. All I want to see is these guys uh make things happen in the locker room, come up with game plans, be a close team and and get to a Super Bowl and, and win. You know, just figure out what's going on. People pointing fingers to Nick Sirianni. Oh, he's 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 talking. He's talking. He's just yelling at all the players, at all the coaches. Yeah, people get frustrated, man. People get frustrated. Yeah, he, yeah, he 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 should he should some you know like calm down on on some of his actions. Uh, you know, cameras are on him all the time. And yeah, I, I remember seeing I remember seeing him at the end of the game when uh when they call that timeout when the clock was running down, you know, of course we're like, what's going on? Why did they call a timeout? And he's, he's yelling at somebody, uh, looked like he was yelling at Hassan, Hassan Reddick. Um, and he was yelling at, uh, I don't know. I don't know. He, he was yelling at somebody on the sideline probably Devonte. I think Devonte Smith on the sideline. I don't know. They were all yelling back and forth, whatever the situation is. Um, yeah, Nick, Nick knows he, he's got to like, uh, he's got to work on himself when it comes to like stuff like that. Because you know he he's he's very much aware that he's on camera. 
He's very emotional. We, but that's that's the point I want to bring up. When this team was a winning team, right? We are a winning team. What am I talking about? We absolutely loved Nick. Nobody was talking shit about Nick. We're like, oh, he's so Philly. Oh, look at him. He's 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 a great coach. He's doing this and that. He's cheering on the team. He's doing. He was showing life. He's not a. He's not a. He's not a, a, a statue out there. You know, people were talking a lot of good things about Nick. And now we're a losing team, and it's all, all of a sudden I'm hearing, oh, get rid of Nick. Oh, he's too much. Now it's, a, now it's like complete opposite. It's like he's the same guy, but he's again, he's showing his, he's still showing his emotions like he was before. Before he liked his emotions, now you don't because he's feeling, he's showing on the field exactly how you're feeling. And then on top of that, I'm pretty sure the whole team is hearing and seeing everything that that everyone is saying in the city, that all the fans are saying. I'm pretty sure of it. So let's let, and I, and and I've said this last week. Stop pointing fingers to the individuals. It's a whole. It's a it's a team as a whole. The coaches and the players. They just need to do what they got to do to get along. To do what they got to do to come up with game plans to win games. And, and and get that championship, get to the Super Bowl, win that Lombardi. That's the end goal. It's not, oh, it's this guy's fault. It's not, it's not a, a Sean Desai's fault. Well, Matt Patricia's fault. Matt, Matt Patricia's fine. I like the guy. I like what he's doing, what he's developing right now. It's a guy that's just getting started on the sideline. He's doing a pretty damn good job, ain't he? Ain't he? Yeah. There's work that does need to be done, yes. On the entire team. Not just one person. Not just not just Nick Sirianni. Not just Jalen. It's the whole team. The whole offense. The whole defense. The offensive coordinator. The defensive coordinator. The head coach. All the other coaches on the, on the on, in the background that we don't know their names of, it's everybody. You know, when you see somebody like Jason Kelsey making penalties, you know it, it it's got to tell you something. It's not just like one player. It's like it's everybody. It's everybody's communication. Their chem. Their, it's their communication. Their chemistry. The game plan. You know they they gotta they gotta try to get synced in. It's it's just the whole team. And we know that they're talented. So I'm going to leave it off with this. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to say I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. How far are we going to get? I don't know. Um, to get far in the playoffs and not be one and done, this, this team needs to fully take advantage of the talent that's on this team. We got an entire team that is that is full of talent. Like this team is, is incredible. Every time we, we got a a new player signed by, uh, just just signed. Um, it's like, Oh man, they're stacking this team. They're stacking them. 
stacking to to dominate. We have the players. That's the thing. We have the players. But um, you know, on both sides of the ball, you know, it, it's not clicking. Let's stop. Let's let, let's stop thinking. Maybe it's locker room drama. Let's stop thinking that, man. You know, uh, maybe the reason why players don't want to talk is because they want to talk about you. Some of some of some of your fans, they don't want to say anything bad to you guys. Maybe that maybe that's what they're hearing is none of, none of the negative stuff that you guys are saying that's getting into their minds, and they just don't want to talk to you. Some of the Twitter stuff that I'm hearing, it's like, again, yes, players should not be on social media, but, you know, it, it, they have the freedom. Um, but again, the entire team, coaches and players on both sides of the ball, offense, defense, they need to... They need to work on themselves. They they need to they need to make sure that they win these games. As we had a three game losing streak was which was terribly dreadful. Oh man, let me take a drink to that one. Um, yeah, I could not. I I, I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand those three losses. Nobody could have could uh, could stand those three losses while I take a drink of that beer and I'm all of a sudden like, <laughs> um, you know, I, I just I, I just want the whole team to 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 get it together. Um, I've like nobody has any complaints about special teams, and at the end of the day, the Eagles are still eleven and four. No matter how we got there, no matter no matter how it happened, no matter how the wins happened, the Eagles are still in the playoffs at eleven and four. And if all goes well, we should go into the playoffs thirteen and four. We should win the game against the Cardinals, and then we should win the last game against the Giants. That is how it should end. Where are we going to be placed in the playoffs? I don't know. I'm just a fan. I'm a fan. I don't know everything. I don't know how the placements work. I'm not a professional professional analyst. I don't know. Call me call me an idiot. I don't care. I just love I just love my birds. I love the Eagles, man. Don't you? So yeah, there's 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 the negatives, there's the bads. And like I said in the preview of this show. I wanted to talk about the good and the bad. And I did. Did I, was there the ugly? No, no, honestly, there was no ugly. There was, there was some bad. Honestly, if it wasn't for the pick six, um, the score would have been, the score would have looked prettier, but the pick six happened with it, with the uh, two point conversion, which brought the score closer. So, you know, I, I I can't I can't say that no nothing really ugly happened. The Eagles still won this game. There was some struggles, but this game looked a lot a lot better against the team where they should have looked a lot better. And I was not looking for the Eagles to slaughter them like the Giants did. 
You know, my my original projection again was thirty one twenty four, and then my Fox twenty nine uh, Fantastic Sports Show proje- uh, projection on the show was twenty one seventeen, close game. I don't know how it was going to happen, but I had a feeling. Now, if I was to give a projection against this Cardinals game, because I forgot to, <laughs> I forgot to give a projection about this one. Um, I haven't thought about what this projection was going to be. But if I'm going to give it. Hmm. Cause it's, this is John Gannon. I, I really don't know what this projection should be. So I'm still going to try to keep it reasonable. I feel like 17 is just my go-to score for the opposing team. So I believe the Cardinals will get around 17. Um... And the Eagles, uh, 31. Someone's telling me 31. So I'm going to go with 31 17 Eagles. And man, you guys better win because I'm actually going to be at this game. I'm going to do. <laughs> I, I feel like every time I'm somewhere else watching the game, they don't do well, which has been the last three games. Um, and even the Jets game, I was not even I, like every game I've watched here. They've won. I went, I go somewhere else and they lose. But I'm, I'm just hoping that going to the game physically is a whole different story where we see the an Eagles team that that we've been wanting to see all season. Uh, like I said, Vontae Maddox is back. Uh, maybe the defense will develop a little bit better like we want to see. Um, we know what they're – I know. I don't know what a lot of other people would know, but I know what they're capable of in the first half. They, they've they been holding um, holding the, off, the, the opposing offense to only three points after a first half on, on the Matt Patricia defense. Now it's that second half that's that's kind of tricky. I wish I saw the stats up. I am not going through all that. All right, eighteen minutes over the my uh, my mental limit on this show. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been real. I I, I always look forward to doing this show like every week where I'm like, oh man, it's not Wednesday yet where I really want to talk. <laughs> um, but hey, if you're watching right now, if you're watching live, um, I I really. Um, I, I, I believe you should watch, uh, if, if you're, well, that doesn't even matter if you're local or not watch Fox 29 at 1130 Monday through Friday, watch the fantastic sports show. Occasionally I'm on there, um, through video, uh, through a fan video. Um, yes. I, yeah. I was there physically on Friday, a uh, Friday night. Um, yeah, just, just watch the show. Watch out for me. It's nothing but Philly sports talk. If you don't have access to, uh, to Fox 29 on TV, and if you're not local, you could always go to, uh, the Fox 29 app or Fox local. Um, and you could watch on 
online on or on fox29.com and go to the live stream at 11 30 um or if you don't have time set your dvr if you're able to set your dvr to to, to watch it later uh do that um it, it's a quick show it's a it's a quick it's a quick half hour show um you do get a chance to send in your videos to that show um and also on my show i'm trying to get viewers to 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 call in the show i have a link on youtube in this description where you could actually physically call this show to be part of it it's on there right now um you could call have your video on or not it's whatever you want to do um test it out turn the video off whatever we could talk um it, it'll help out with the show a little bit more and I'd really like to just have a, a, you know, talk back and forth with somebody during during the show about some stuff. You know, have call the callers. If you ever listen to sports radio, something like that, I'd talk to a caller here and there, you know, that'd be great. Um, anyway. Uh, also, you could, if you have not subscribed yet to my channel here, The Fans Nest on YouTube, go to YouTube and search the fans nest so, or you could go to youtube.com slash at the fans nest uh also on youtube as the podcast the fans nest uh you could also go to um any podcast app like apple <clears throat> i need another drink wow hope i finished that um you could also go to Apple Podcast, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, YouTube Podcast, uh, Podbean, um, and you could search the Fans Nest and find me there. Actually, if you go to Podbean, uh, either the website or the app, you could find uh, all of my podcast links right there where you can listen to me. I mean, you could also find all the links on the YouTube channel too, and and see and see where it's at. All right, so that's all I have for today for this week. Um, I ran out of Sweet Baby Jesus. I still got moonshine. No, I, I still have like five cans here, Sweet Baby Jesus. Oh man, uh, excuse me. Um, yeah, and uh. Man, I look forward to seeing or talking to you guys next week, next Wednesday, Wednesday live every yeah every Wednesday, nine o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, yeah, just tune in, share, uh, share the link, share the YouTube, share the the name of the sh of the channel. I'm trying to get this out there. Be a guest. I don't care. I'm just trying to get this name out there. Look. Buy the T-shirts, the Fans Nest T-shirts. The Etsy link is right on the, the YouTube channel or, or uh, yes, on the YouTube channel. Um, or even the, uh, the Facebook. Go to the Facebook, uh, the Fans Nest Facebook group. Uh, not group. It's the Facebook page. Um, and go there. And you get some of these uh, Fans Nest T-shirts. And I also have a, uh, a, uh, a special Eagles hoodie that I custom made myself uh the front has the the classic uh, eagle bird uh from the kelly green era and then in the back has the the eagle wings from the helmet is on the back so you got eagle wings you know instead of angel wings you know. <laughs> and the hoodie itself is uh i believe a uh, it's kelly green too 
So go there, share that, help me out, spread the word, spread the word. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make something happen here. All right. And like I said, I'm trying to get some guests. Um, yep. Yeah, that's I better stop dragging this because if I keep dragging this, I will never go. All right. So have a good night. Uh, hope for a bird win. Go birds. Fly Eagles fly.